When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How we had the club going up, up on a Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut, she Tuesday. Club going up on a Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut, she Tuesday. Club going up on a Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut, she Tuesday. Club going up. That's my fault. Tuesday. Oh, I thought you were just like, anytime, anytime no. you guys are ready. I was, I was, and then I realized that I had it, I know you go by the screen, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm just sitting here looking at the screen, not changed, I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, I just, and I, then, I yeah. take it as one of those cases, like, okay, I'm going to give y'all exactly what y'all want. Y'all want to talk while the show is on? Let's go. Yeah. Great. No, that, that was my bad. Action Sports Checks Overtime ESPN 690 on a Tuesday. What happened to Party Next Door, Brian? You seen him yet? I appreciate the consistency. Does he ever do concerts? Like, does this guy ever do a concert or anything? I don't know. Let's uh, we should check it out. If I had my phone, I'd look at it right now. I, don't I know. would go. Like, I would go to his concert. I would only know one song. No, he got two songs. He has another song with Drake. You would go to Party Next Door, or you go to I Love McConan's? I would. I would definitely go to Party Next Door. But not I Love McConan. What else does I Love McConan have? Party uh, Next Door. What's the other song he has with Drake? Uh, uh, do, do, do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I, you and I. I mean, I, Come I and see me, right? That's him. I I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Party Next Door while you're uh, you're doing your thing. Party Next Door yeah. uh, tour. No. No, no, no tour? Okay. Oh, no. Look, you're looking up the tour. Sorry. I thought you were saying the name of the song. Isn't Come See Me, like, isn't he in there? Because you got... What are we doing? And I, got, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, he does have a tour, but uh, I, I don't want to go come- into it. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got to talk sports. Anyway, at Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Uh, Recognize. That's the song. Come and see me. That is his song. Oh, and come and see me. Okay. You, know, you never come to me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Come and see me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah People are like, what are you talking about? And then I'm not really sure either. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos wearing a collar shirt with the, the polo logo. What's going on, man? I had this polo for like four years, man. That's as long as I keep clothes. Yeah. I mean, I keep T-shirts for longer, but yeah, it's, it's holds up. Usually, I wash it too much, or a button pops off. I'm not sewing it back on. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, I'm wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning T-shirt. There you are. So for the second time in like the last month, we've worn the complete opposite of clothes to work. Remember the Zach Levine? Uh, you was feeling it that day. I don't know what, <laughs> what you did when you woke up, but you was like. I'm in the NBA today, baby. No, I'll wear it again, but, like, I can't wear it the next couple of days because we got a guest coming on uh, from 3 to 6, so, like, that would be a bad first impression. Oh, who's a... I can't tell you. Okay. I can tell you off the air. Off the air. Uh, And if you're wondering, you just got to listen tomorrow uh, around 4 o'clock, I think, uh, is when you'll be able to hear that. But I can't... The point of the story is, like, I can't do that. And then Friday, we got a Jumbo Shrimp double header. Yeah. So we don't even have a show on Friday. No Friday show. Know what I'm saying? So, like, all the feet in the parking lot. Uh, Thursday. Well, actually, I'll be back. You'll be back. Are you working remotely on Friday? No, I got to be here. I got I got to be here. <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, we still got a couple hours of a, a three to six show. Oh, you that's know right. Well, the doubleheader is, okay. Starts at 450. 505, first pitch, shrimp home all week against the, we did this yesterday. Who are they? The Durables. Nope. 
uh, Nashville Sounds. The Nashville Sounds. And uh, that'll be coming up in about 45 minutes' time right here on ESPN 690. You'll be able to hear that one. Brian Middleton, what do we have today? Are you smarter than Casey Kurtz? Is that making a return since it's it, Tuesday? It, it's Tuesday, and that is making a return, and that's going to be a bit of a battle. I don't know. You're, you'll tease your opponent, uh, but that'll, that'll be interesting because there was some there was some trash some talking energy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, where, you know, Casey didn't start it. Which is new, you know. Casey I did didn't not start, start the trash, no. And yeah. he was just like, "Okay, well, you you want to come on here and talk like that? Let's go." Yeah. So I can't wait for you to introduce that. And we also got another segment it's called "For Your Defense, Sir." I mean, it's it's so simple. Yeah. But I think you're going to be so good. At, I'm going to be great at it. But I know you're going to be so good at it because of the way that you uh, ad lib. I was going to say something else, but the way that you can just ad lib off the top of your head. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That's what we have coming up over the next 45 minutes. We start, though, with football, as we usually do. And the update is that the Jags did not practice today. So we don't have much football news to bring to you, at least here in Jacksonville. Um, Zach Wilson had his surgery to clean up some of the knee stuff. Uh, It now sounds like it may leak into the regular season. A week one, not a guarantee now for Zach Wilson. Uh, Joe Flacco, though, is apparently shredding Brian Middleton. Okay. Apparently, you can't tell Joe Flacco nothing in that Jets game. Guys are open. I, I saw something today. Don't Joe know. Flacco's still alive. He's still alive. He, he's the starting quarterback in the NFL in 2022, I, apparently. He's still on earth. My bad, bro. Apparently, today, he was 15 for 18 with three touchdowns. Okay. the Jets in practice. Well, that's not like 2011, Joe Flacco. You know what? When did we get to the point, by the way? Mm. Like, I feel like this is relatively new where we keep track of practice stats. Yeah, that's... I feel like within the last couple of years, this is a new thing. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, he looked good today. Pivot, what? you know, something else. We're talking boom, boom. But now it's like, you know what? 15 for 18, there was a couple of incompletes. Like, that's always, but the 15 for 18 for the three touch, you know what I mean? I like, can't wait till fantasy preseason starts up. Fantasy preseason. I can't wait till that starts. Someone's figuring it out right now at ESPN headquarters. It's figuring out how can we do that. That's fantasy true. preseason. That is fascinating, actually. That would be good, like a little four-weeker. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. And then in the draft, you're literally drafting, like, dudes that you wouldn't – oh, that would be fascinating. 90-something dudes on the team, man. Let's yeah, go. That would be a good one. Fantasy preseason. That's you got to have idea. the right kind of strategy because you know the starters aren't going to be playing as much but as they would in the regular will. season. Yeah, so, see? like, you get Evan Ingram from the other night, you pay off for the whole week. You see what I'm saying? But he might not play. Let's, oh, that's a great idea. We should do that. Can that's a great idea. Make our money right now and then, you know. Well, you're telling everybody in Jacksonville, though. Well, they won't, you know. Please. They're not motivated enough to we do need that. Either, we can do that, though. We need, we need something. But that, that's actually a great idea. But uh, in terms of the NFL, that's the news. Pittsburgh Steelers coming to town. Uh, the trifecta of quarterbacks that will play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett. I saw something today on Twitter from a verified checkmark. I don't know if this makes any sense to you, but uh, Mason Rudolph, they said by the end of the week will be traded to the Lions. Like I don't know if that was a prediction. I don't know what that was. But not, no one probably cares about that because Mason Rudolph is not going to start anyway. Maybe Mason Rudolph's real estate agent? I it mean, could I be. Know. It very well could be. <laughs> yeah. Because I think oh, De- Detroit's doing okay with uh, golf. Golf. Like, we were talking about this earlier, quarterbacks and, like, their salaries. So, like, I, I have said multiple times I wouldn't have paid Kyler Murray. Like, I'd rather just start over than pay Kyler Murray $46 million. And then you go down the thing, right? There's all these other guys getting paid 40 all the names you know. And when you get to the 30s, all right, think about this. Kyler's making 46. Okay. Jared Goff's making 33. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather have? Sal- everything included. Salary cap, the whole thing. Who would you rather have? 33 Jared Goff or 46 Kyler Murray? Uh, okay. I, 
The initial reaction is, is to say Kyler Murray. I know it is, uh, but and, I don't know if that's then, the right answer. As I let it marinate, I say, of course, Kyler Murray. Oh. Here's the deal, man. I, I, Jared Goff had had a team in the Rams, and, and he he did what he could do with the system that he had. And it, it, I don't they, disagree. They found some success there. But as soon as they put a more talented person in there, in that same system, give or take a player or two in a, you know, OBJ. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, they won a Super Bowl. They did. I, so, you know, like, listen, far be it for me as an initial Carolina Panthers fan and now, you know, a, a dual Jacksonville Jaguars fan to talk about anybody's quarterback play. Uh, I'm not knocking Trevor. I'm just saying I, I yeah. get it. when I, I got to calm down about quarterbacks the way that I rep Carolina. But Kyler Murray is a more talented quarterback. I don't disagree with that. Than Jared Goff. And for the $12 million difference, I think that's about right between those two, money-wise. Like, like I do got to pay somebody if they're more talented, if they're better at their position. So that $12 million, honestly, yeah, that gap, I could do that. Now, in the scenario that kind of unfolded the way that, you know, Kyler did it this offseason, it turns you off. It turns a lot of people off. Some people understand it. But... You know, yeah, he's worth the 45, and I, I would go with Kyler over Jared Goff. I, I would do that. But you wouldn't. I don't know. And this is why you're going to make it into business big. Yeah. There I, you go. Like, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, Jared Goff got him to the Super Bowl. You know? Like, Kyler can get him to the playoffs. Like, with the Lions, Jared Goff's never going to Super Bowl. I get it. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's on a much worse team. The Lions are, in terms of talent, nowhere close to the Cardinals. But... I don't know. Like, I, I can't – I still can't wrap my head around paying Kyler Murray $46 million. He's done nothing. Like, when they when they originally signed Goff to the big contract, as in the Rams, like he had been in the Super Bowl, okay. I just looked at the numbers. They are pretty decent. It was like 28-7 and seven or yeah. something. Yeah. Last year it was 18-9. and nine. I just wonder if you give Jared Goff a Cliff Kingsbury type. He had McVay, and he went to two Pro Bowls in a Super Bowl. And to your point, you're absolutely right. There's no argument because it happened. It's true. You put in Matt Stafford, who's obviously more talented. They win a Super Bowl. No argument. None there. I just wonder if you put Jared Goff and his $33 million on the Cardinals, right? You get, what did you say, $12 million more to play with with the salary cap? You bring in another player. Maybe you keep Chase Edmonds. I don't know. You do something to make your team better around him. But your team gets worse. Now, number one, your team gets worse. So Does what you, it? So what you do with that $12 million needs to offset your team getting worse. But it could. Like you, like twelve million dollars is it, a lot. Right, it could, or it could not. And now you just got a worse quarterback, and you picked up twelve million dollars. And what you, you, what you extended somebody that may have left you. I think Chase, yeah, Chase Edmonds in this scenario. Okay. You still have what yeah. seven, six, seven million dollars, which was enough for a guy like, like a Zay Jones on a one-year deal. Could they right. have kept Christian Kirk? Yes. Act well. No, Christian Kirk. Like, I'm yeah, you one. could. I'm a 90 more money. Maybe, maybe it like, but that's the conversation that you go to, right? Yeah. I mean, you I have the, you could you could bring some of those guys back potentially. Uh, the Hopkins suspension helps with that, I think, because then his salary is off the books for at least the beginning. Uh, if you can keep a Christian Kirk, can you maybe cut an AJ Green? Because I'm still confused why AJ Green's on the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got more flexibility. Well, yeah. But and it comes down to Jared Goff might not be horrible. I don't know where this came from, by the way. I am not, like, the biggest Jared Goff supporter. Sounds like But it, it. kind of just hit me in the moment earlier. I was like, dang. 
You tell me I can get Jared Goff and $12 million or Kyler Murray? I'm taking Kyler Murray. I, yeah. Jared Goff and $12 million or Kyler Murray, I'm taking Kyler Murray. No matter how maybe it's irresponsible. Yeah. 33 and no, 46. There you yeah, go. 13. See, I get an extra okay, million. Okay, Major. All right, Major. My point is, no matter how much, uh, when I will take that back. The 13 million in Jared Goff does not equate to Kyler Murray, even with the lack of resume that Kyler Murray has right now in the NFL. What he has shown is, the only thing that he has shown is that is really a big detractor prior to this, you know, that study clause that they put in and they yeah, took out, true. was that he wears out more so than I think other QBs do from the beginning to the end of the yes, season. Because I had Kyler Murray in our particular fantasy football league Seven last year, easy. and he was uh, he was lights out, lights out, lights out. Early, and then, yeah. you know, that 5'9 and a half, three quarters, you know, what is, right. what is it, 190 pounds? Right. That thing started wearing down. I was like, now hold on now. What's going on? Mm-hmm. You can't be my QB1 out here with 11 points in the game now. Come on now, Kyler. So it says he's two oh seven, bro. There's no chance. I, you know, maybe you know, muscle weighs more than fat. I guess I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's jacked or something. But my point is this, man. Those two don't offset. And I get what you're saying. And there's a coach. There's a there's a front office. There's an organization that that could look at that situation and be like, what we can do with the, the thirteen million, we can offset the difference in talent. I'm saying between golf. And Murray, we can, put some, we can put some more pieces yeah. around golf, or we can maybe shore up something on the offensive line. We can shore up the defense. We can we can I'm do something saying. like that. I'm so there's saying. different ways to skin the cat. Don't call me Peter. That's that's the same. Okay, it's a joke, Peter. But uh, but down. if you're asking me, and I think if you're asking most of those GMs Probably in the NFL, yeah. they're going to be like, give me the talented dude, the younger dude. I think uh, uh, as younger, well, and who has a higher ceiling, because. Yeah. I'll go with that every time at the most important position on the field. I don't know, man. Jared Goff sitting in the pocket at 6'4", 217, uh, yeah. by the way. He only weighs like 10 more pounds than Kyler Murray. He's a serviceable dude. Like, he like he has his yeah. moments, and he's a serviceable guy, but he's not a game changer. And I think most no. people think that Kyler Murray is or is continuing to develop but, into that based off of his physical gifts. I agree, but I think Kyler Murray is more likely to make the major mistake when Jared Goff's not. And I think that's something to consider. Like, Jared Goff's making mistakes. Don't get me wrong. So is Kyler Murray. But, like, Kyler Murray doing everything that he does, like, you're more prone to a mistake where Jared Goff, who's throwing the ball significantly less, they run the ball a lot. So the offense plays a part here, obviously. But I don't I don't think Jared Goff's making that big-time mistake that Kyler might. Kyler might never make that mistake. He might grow from it. But I just think when you think of that, you think of the big mistake. I don't think Jared Goff's making that. I think of game manager, which is, you know, some people feel a certain type well, of Well, I tell that. you what, man, when when we do our draft, okay, you make sure you pick <laughs> up Jared Goff. I'll, sure I'll, take, Jared I'll take Kyler Murray because you all of a sudden his fantasy football agent, and I'm over here like, is Casey getting 10% of this contract? What's going on around here? I wish, Jared. I'm the only one talking positive only about you, one. especially here in Jacksonville. The only one. For, all right, hear me out on this one. We're going to go to break next because this came out of nowhere. By the way. This was not planned. We had something else talked about, but I just, just came up. When you look at the Lions, right, when they're healthy, you got Jamison Williams, you got Chark, you got Swift, you got Hawkinson. With the Cardinals, when not suspended, so he it weighs with the Williams part of it, you got Hopkins, you got A.J. Green, you got Rondell Moore, you got Zach Ertz. Who are you taking? Give me Ertz. 
You're taking the Cardinals' weapons over the Lions in that scenario? Listen. A.J. Green's 118 years old. Listen, but he's not. you're not asking him to be your first option. You're not asking him to be your second option. Who's, I mean, oh, Amon Ra. I forgot about Amon Ra. Dude, give me Amon Ra. <laughs> give me Chark. Give me Hawkinson. Give me Swift. And when Jamison Williams comes back, Jared Goff is going to be feasting. Yeah, yeah. And the Jameson, yeah, you are not going to be able Jameson to take Williams. the okay. food out of this guy's okay. bowl. Right, I understand. He's just going to be feasting. Well, maybe, right? And I understand that, again, you got to take a side that's a bit provocative. That's how you continue to build your ability to make these whack arguments. What I'm saying is this, Casey Kurzweil, when you take – all the ancillary pieces, and you take the main focus, the QB, and you take everything that goes together when you piece these things together, including the coaching huh, and the energy and the culture of the organization, all these things right here, I'm going to go with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Regardless of the rocky relationship that may still be happening right now, because he may still be in his feelings like the earlier contract thing that we just mentioned, I'm going with Kyler Murray. And I don't know too many people that's going to go outside of the city of Detroit or uh, I forgot what Jerry Goff went to. Cal. Uh, yeah, Cal. I, I don't know too many people that's going to go with Jerry Goff over Kyler Murray strictly off of a talent, win me games, have the potential to go far in the playoffs, uh, you know, position. I will. Yeah, I'm saying I don't know who Jerry, other people. Me and Goff. And, and that's a good thing. See, you have leverage when you actually do your contract with them. You'll be like, hey, don't nobody else want you. So you're going to take this little $33 million. I know $45 million is getting paid over there. You're going to take $33 million. If Jared Goff stumbled upon this on Twitter the last, like, 11 minutes of this conversation, he's going to be in my DMs immediately trying to send me a jersey or something. Hey, man, bring him I, on the show. Future friend of the show, Jared Goff. Yeah, future friend of Casey, but I'm on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so, on the show together. Yeah. Uh, here's the one thing, though, with Jared Goff, and I don't know if this is true or not, is recreational marijuana legal in Arizona? He needs it. Like, recreational? Yeah. You know, when I was living out there, I don't think, I don't uh, think it was, but they had the medicinal funny. stuff on every corner. Goodness gracious, they have it on well, every street. I'm talking about Val Vista. I don't want to go all yeah, Apparently not. Because, like, yeah. that's like if they were to make this fictional trade, which they're not going to, uh-huh. uh, like Jared Goff, that's part of it. No, right into the contract. I what. can't wait till I get offered a contract somewhere. Actually, I guess that already happened. But yeah. where I have some power. Yeah. Start asking for dumb stuff. Yeah. Not that that's dumb for people that do that. I'm talking about for me. I'm going to ask for yeah. dumb stuff. Like, give me red Skittles, and that's it. There you and go. don't put your fingers on it when you separate it. <laughs> I don't know how you're supposed to do it. Separate. Yeah, how? I don't know. I ain't got time to figure that out. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690 on a Tuesday. The broadcast. Don Brian Middleton wearing a collared shirt. With sleeves, with the polo logo on a Tuesday. Just trying to describe it for the people on the radio. If you're on the stream, you can see my man's Brian Middleton. Uh, I, Casey Kurtz, am wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning t-shirt. There you go. You're a man of the people. Yeah. I'm just trying to represent the people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You are representing maybe, you know, the upper, the up and up. You're moving up in the company. You're representing the company. You're representing yourself. You're moving up and up. Me, I'm down here with the t-shirts. I, here's the thing. Only one of us walks into the uh, uh, with the credentials. 
into TIAA Bank. We're going to find out on Saturday, though, aren't we, Brian? Only Milton? one of us walks in and like a boss. We'll see what I happens on Saturday. I'm watching the stream. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, I recognize Brent. Hold on. Is that Casey out there? Yeah, did let they me doing in. shows from the bank now? Okay, I, my bad, bro. Now, listen. I didn't get invited back because Brent did one yesterday. I wasn't there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's probably the T-shirt. My man had to be here. Yeah. Anyway. I need you here. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what are, Brian Milton, what are we doing right now? We de I'm defending people. We're defending people. What now, is the situation? Yeah, man, so we got a new segment. We're filling it out, but I'm telling you, this is here to stay, man. It's called For Your Defense. Okay. Yeah, so, Casey, here's the deal, man. I'm going to give you a statement. I'm going to give you a defendant, right? You're like a public defender. Right? Like you went to law school. Okay. I'm going to okay. tell you the charge. I'm going to tell you basically a little bit about the charge. And then you're going to have 30 seconds to basically argue their case. Okay? You're standing in the gap for the defendant. Okay? No matter what it is, Casey, I'm not trying to back you up into a corner. I have either. to defend them. You got to defend them. You can't just be like, oh, they're trash anyway. I throw them in the jail. <laughs> okay. Because I see you right now. I'm okay. like, I didn't sign up for this. Okay? okay? Okay. Well, folks, we're working through it. We're going to do the best we can, Brian Middleton. Uh, who who do I have to defend first? All right, first up. I'm, I'm scared. This person's been accused of questionable decision-making in the first degree. Defend the Texas Rangers for firing manager Chris Woodard after <laughs> a $500 million spending spree this offseason. Casey Kurtz and go. Yeah, I, I think the way to defend it would be if you spend all this money... You were involved in the free agency moves that were made to bring in Corey Seager and those guys. You got to give them a chance to let it work. It's only been, like, to August at this point. Like, yeah, it's bad right now, but you didn't buy no pitching. You got to buy this man pitching and then let these free agent bats that you brought in let it work out. Good farm system, by the way. So, yeah, you fired him too early. You got to let him reap the rewards of the free agents that he signed. Let him get some pitching next year and go at it again. Do Good I have stuff. to take all the time? Yeah. Yeah. That's where it ends. Awesome. All right. That was good. Um, let me tell you, I would, n I don't know, I would not be a good public defender yeah, for so Chris Wood Woodward because, yeah. Oh, for Chris Woodward. <laughs> I'll tell you what, spent $500 million. I can't win, Chris. No, I'm just playing with you. Uh, Brian, I got one for you. I'm not, I don't have one of those cool, catchy little things that you had, but I'll just present to you the situation. Um, I don't know when you were going to start. I thought you, you just pump faked me, so. There you go. Now you good. I'll start now. Uh, Brandon Jennings, former NBA player, you may have heard of him. I think he was a point guard. Uh, he he said the other day that the NBA, what's bad for the NBA is all the load management, all the rest that the players are getting. You go as a fan, you spend this money to go to the games, the TV deals, and then boom, they're not playing. Mm. The guy you came to see is not playing. Mm -hmm. Defend Brandon Jennings' take that he's right. Oh, this is an easy one, man. Listen, man, Brandon Jennings is not old school to old school, but to Casey's probably old school because, yeah. you know, he was around, you know, in the 2000s and then yeah. the early 2010s, and yeah. Casey is 17. Here's the deal, though. Brandon Jennings is a really good uh, player in his own right. He went overseas initially. Let me get to that, his actual point, though. Listen, the guys back in the day, in the 60s and the 70s, the 80s, they were playing 82 games, huh? And then they were playing a whole postseason, uh -huh. and they didn't skip the fans. You want to make sure you don't skip Get the fans that are paying you all this money and want to come see you. The little kids are wanting to see you, and you're, you're sitting there in street clothes. Come on, somebody. I like that. That's well done. Yeah, it took too long. I wouldn't be good at this either. All right, Casey Curse, next up. Okay. Accused of diva behavior in the second degree. Defend. Please don't be Antonio Brown. Dennis Rodman. Okay. <laughs> it's a resurfaced story. Demanding okay. a tuna sandwich from Subway 
and a chamomile tea, or else he wouldn't have done his interview for The Last Dance. And uh, go. Listen, you're going to put together a documentary about this legendary team. I'm a part of it. I'm a big part of it. Maybe even a bigger part than you guys are letting on. And you can't even get me a simple lunch request? What did Michael Jordan ask for? Mm -hmm. Probably more. What about Scottie Pippen, Phil Jackson, and the boys? Tell you what, you want me on here? You give me the tuna sandwich. It's cheap. Mm -hmm. It's not even steak. Mm -hmm. Get the damn sandwich Mm -hmm. and the tea Mm -hmm. for my man, Dennis Rodman, if you want him on the track. Need some uh, some more chamomile. He a little passionate about that. Seriously, I mean, it's not I'm much to like, ask for. I need for. to give him the objection or order in the court sound effect in here too. I like it though. It's not much to ask for, you know, just a, a tuna sandwich. All right, uh, Brian Middleton, get the X Files music ready. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I know it's gonna throw you off for a second, but let me explain the scenario. The uh, NBA has apparently leaked uh, their Christmas Day calendar and the games that will be played. You'll see the Nuggets. You'll see the Suns. You'll see the Warriors playing somebody who I forgot. You'll see the 76ers. You'll see all the big teams. see the Knicks for some reason. Uh, One team not on the list, Brian Middleton, Mm. are the Brooklyn Nets. Here's my theory on it. The league knows something we don't. The Mm. league knows the situation with not one, not two, not but three all-stars on the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons. You would want those guys playing on Christmas Day. Yeah, that's true. Now, granted, Knicks aren't very good, but they're the Knicks, so you put them on. But I think people would rather see the Nets now if those three guys are going to play, especially with all the stuff that's happened mm. in the offseason. Are they really going to play? So that's where the X-Files music comes in, Brian Milton. Yeah. I think Adam Silver and the league, they know something that we don't. They know what's going to happen with Kevin Durant. They know what's going to happen with Kyrie Irving. They know that Ben Simmons is going to be playing by himself and being bad. Mm. So here's what you need to defend. Okay. Defend to me the league's decision to not put the Brooklyn Nets on TV on Christmas. It's that simple. All right. Well, you know, that's pretty easy right here. I'll turn this down. All right. So uh, here's the deal, Casey Kurtz. Oh, good. You say that the NBA must know something. That's why they don't have Brooklyn on the Christmas Day docket. I say they don't have them on there because they don't have any idea what's going to happen. And even if all of them, uh, KD, your boy Kyrie, uh, Ben Simmons, are on the roster, don't mean they're going to play. Last year, the year before that, has proven that. If I'm adding Silva, I'm like, get him out of here. Get him a psychologist, a psychiatrist, whichever one figures out the brain. And when they come back with the psychiatrist saying, okay, then maybe we can, you know, revise the schedule for next season. Okay. All right. I like it. Yeah. All right. What we got? Next up, Casey Kurtz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accused of jumping off of the cliff too early in the first degree. Casey Lamont Kurtz, defend yourself of the accusations that you're too high on the Jacksonville Jaguars season's prospects after one and a half preseason games. And go. I'm defending why I jumped off the ledge because did you see him? Did you see the boys? Hmm. First play, Zay Jones, horrible hair, great hands. Wow. Doesn't matter who's interfering with him, he's making the play. The defense, you've been on it since day one, and I think you're right, Brian Milton, these guys are looking special. Now, yes, only one preseason game, don't jump off the cliff, I get it. But I haven't had the chance to jump off a cliff in a while. Steve's been bad for a long time. You give me the opportunity, I'm going to jump. I don't even need this light push, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> Way to wrap it up, man. It's like when Tiger stops his uh, swing when he hears a camera clicking or something. You know oh, that's, that was amazing, you know Casey. Yeah. I, just, I do what I try to do. All right, let me let me get this one for you, and this is going to be a baseball story. I want to get my man's name right. 
I'm pretty sure it's Rodolfo Castro. Are you familiar? Not at all. It makes this even better. Okay, yeah, it does make this even better. I would imagine you saw the story, and if you didn't, I'll try to describe it to you as best as I can. It is indeed Rodolfo, I think. But nonetheless, he plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. And it is indeed Rodolfo Castro. And the other day, uh, Rodolfo was running around the bases trying to make a play for the Pittsburgh Pirates, slides into third base, phone pops out of his pocket. I did see that. His iPhone pops out of his pocket. The point of the story, why we're bringing it back up, suspension handed down today. One game for having the phone in his pocket. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Brian Middleton, please defend Rodolfo Castro and why he had his phone in his pocket. Oh. First of all, I don't know if I played that, but if I did, it's good to play it again. Well, okay. he was running the bases. And good. All right. So we're in a new generation. Listen, this isn't your dad's or your granddad's baseball where they had on those baggy, busted up, you know, pants and, uh, you know, they looked all dirty and worn. And just like, these guys are supreme athletes and they got supreme side pieces that are always trying to hit them up. They're always setting up new new, new dates when they're in new cities. This guy's a multimillionaire. He's a top-of-the-line athlete. He's an alpha. He's a one-percenter. And he may have to hit up his woman or hit up his woman in that city. So get off his back. One game well spent. It's well done. That's, One that's, game that's well, well done. Here's Let me tell you, when this originally came up, you know what I told Brent and Aaron? What? I said, Kim K is single now. Anything goes. <laughs> you got to be ready at any oh. moment. Oh boy. You got to be ready. Brian Milton, give me one more so we have time to yeah, break and then more. have time for Are You Smarter Than Casey Kurtz? Give me your best one. Oh, this is going to be good right here. Casey Kurtz. Oh, boy. Huh. The charge accused of being the Cleveland Browns front office in the first, second, and third degree. Oh, oh. Defend the Cleveland Browns organization and go. Holy cow. So, uh, listen, I think the the move here was you're, there's only so many great quarterbacks, right? There's only so many generational talents, and if you have the opportunity to get one, yeah, you know, we might get some bad PR. We might be on the back pages. We might be the laughing stock. We've been the laughing stock for the last 50 years. We're the Browns. You seen that jersey with all the names? All the quarterback names? It stops at Watson. Whenever he gets on the field, we might have to suffer a year. We'll front the salary, whatever it is. We'll pay him the money because when he's on the field, he's great. And we're stopping the bad quarterback play as soon as he gets on the field. Oh, he did, you know? It felt disgusting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well done, though. listen, man. You're a mercenary. Okay? You do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You do what you got to do. That That's a great segment, by the way. Yeah, it's going to well, be good. It's well done. We're going we're gonna to continue that on. And something else we will continue on. Are you smarter than Casey Kurtz? Oh, the champ is here. <laughs> Casey Kurtz with that champ glow. Okay. L- looking for back-to-back. Uh, you will meet the opponent. On the other side, stick with us for the trivia. Are you smarter than Casey Kurtz is next? A couple minutes ago, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690 on a Tuesday, which means one thing. We heard Party Next Door to start the show, so it means two things. The second thing it means is that Brian Middleton came up with this game. Are you smarter than one Casey Kurtz? Casey Kurtz being me, Brian Milton being on the ones and twos. Uh, also, uh, traffic on 104.5 WOKV. Okay, put my business in the Yeah, you know, I got I to just do it right. So anyway, um, I, I've taken down many a competitor. I did lose to Brian's counterpart at WOKV, Chase Bunker. And I have a new opportunity to take another win. Start a streak, Brian Middleton. Yeah. And this time against Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp broadcaster, somebody who... Has talked a fair amount of smack in this contest before it even happened. Sure. Sure. Matt Davis. Matt, are you ready? 
That was Born Ready, Casey. He's going to keep it going. I respect that. Born Ready. Okay, uh, guys, uh, so before we get started, Matt, do you want the rules? I asked, I asked Casey, but he never wants them. I do not want them. I'm going to tell you the rules anyway, Matt, okay? You know what? I, I would appreciate having some rules told okay. my way. All right. So you get one point per question, okay? Okay. You don't have to wait for the question to finish the answer, and you only get one guess per question, okay? So you got to make it count, okay? Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. If, if he, well, actually, never mind. I, I was, was going to ask, if, I, if, he gets a, if he gets a roll, I can steal. Yes. yes. Unless I guess already. Yes. Right. Okay. There you go. I like it. All right. So we're going to start right now. Question number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Charles Woodson won the 1997 Heisman Trophy. The other next four finalists he beat out included Peyton Manning, Randy Moss, Ricky Williams, and who? Oh, no. What was the year? 1997. Oh, I was zero. Great. <laughs> uh, Ten. Anybody? Oh, Brian Lee. Whoa! Whoa! Watch out now! What happened? <laughs> Casey Kurtz, come on now. Huh? Brian Leaf is the right answer. Brian Leaf? Yeah. All right. Next up. Okay. What is the name of the Simpsons' religious next-door neighbor? Ned Flanders. There you go, Casey Kurtz. That's what we do around here. This is a good one right here. Okay, one all. Next up. Ryan Leaf, what the? The <laughs> longest college football game ever took place in October of 2021, where after regulation, the two squads played an additional nine overtimes. Name either of the teams hey, involved. No. That would be. <laughs> Name either of the teams involved in this historic game. Penn State. Wow. That's right. There you can, go. I get, can I get bonus points for who they play? No, but but you get props. What? what who? Who they play? Illinois. Wow. Well, you lucky I didn't give a bonus points, Casey. Okay, <laughs> two to one, Matt. All right. Next up, which country act cruised to the top of the pop charts with the 2013 remix featuring Nelly? Lauren George Line. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is good. Two all. All right. <laughs> Next up. Pitchers to win three major league World Series in three different decades. We got the time. So Let's start go. talking. <laughs> what year did the iPad come out? Oh, uh, 2010. Wrong. Oh. 2012. Wow. 3-0. Here we go. Next up. Oldest active pitcher in the major leagues currently. Uh, Matt Scherzer. Well this done. is a good game. Four to three. All right, next up. The phrase say la vie, which means this is life, is derived from which language? Sound uh, it out, guys. Say it again. French. 
Seriously? Oh, yes. All right, 5-3. Here we go. All right. Some, something happened. Next up. What? Which is the only vowel on a standard keyboard that is not on the top line of letters? A. There you go. Okay. 5-4. Oh. Next up. This is the 10th one. We do have a tiebreaker. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. This American rapper wrote the McDonald's I'm Loving It jingle at the age of 20 back in 2003. wrong. Oh. Casey. 2003? 2003. He was 20 years old. Oh, man. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I know. You were like five. I get it. I'm in trouble. <laughs> you said rapper? Yeah, American rapper. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> come on, 10. Who needed money from nine, McDonald's? <laughs> eight. Seven. I don't know, bro. Uh, that's not my guess. Yeah. Six. Five. Four. Jay-Z, I know that's not Two. One. Jay-Z. Oh. Yeah, that's not right. Oh. Push your team. See, like, he did me money. That's yeah. a good one. So did I lose, or do I got one more? Uh, we got a tiebreaker. Uh, you know, Matt, you, you want to be a sportsman uh, about this of and say, oh, okay, all right. Hey, Casey, this, this is for two points, Casey. Pull it out, all right? <laughs> about how many taste buds does the human tongue, human tongue have? About? What? Yeah, it's a round number, by the way. A hundred. My dad's a doctor. I knew that. Oh. Was he close? He wasn't close. Really? Multiply it, maybe. Multiply it? What? 300! Oh. Andrew was five. 500. Ah, oh! That's amazing. I know. I looked at oh. it a couple different places. I'm like, wow. Anyway, wow. Hold on, I threw my headphones, I can't hear you. All right. Well? Well, I mean, listen, man, I, I don't know what else to say, but, you know, this boy Matt. Yeah, clap it up for Matt Davis. Gosh, man, I hate to do this. Matt Davis? That was well done. Like, here's the thing. Sometimes, sometimes you lose, and sometimes you got beat. I got beat. You got beat. You know what I mean? That was a really good game, guys. I didn't get, like, three right. You know, I just got beat. Matt Davis, well done. That was Thank a really you. good game. I will say this. I only knew the French one because I took one year of middle school French, and my mom never let me forget that saying because it's one of her favorites. Really? Wow. It came in handy. Can you believe it? All these years later. I know. <laughs> well, um, Matt... Congratulations. Uh, I will say that you are smarter than Casey Kurtz. Again, not a major accomplishment. I just want to remind you, right? There's better things to shoot for, uh, but you are indeed uh, smarter than me at this point in time. Hopefully we can run it back, but at, as it currently stands, you are smarter. And also as it currently stands, Matt, it's time for you to have a pregame show. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp coming up right now with Matt Davis. Matt, have a great call, man.